We all know planning for a wedding can be stressful. So on today's podcast, we're going to talk about ways to budget for the wedding and mistakes to avoid on today's podcast. We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Parag. Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am I, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled. Untangling your finances. Welcome to the podcast, Your Finances Untangled with Mo Param of Cloud Vesters, a fiduciary firm that's recommended nationally by Dave Ramsey. Cloud Vesters, they are there with the human touch and the ease and convenience of virtual planning as well. I mean, it's like the best of both worlds and uh, and helping many, many people in all the eras of their financial life leading up to retirement. But even when you first start working and think, I need to do something with my money, that's Mo, <laughs> Mo Money. How are you? Oh, I like I'm good. Mo like Money. Mo Money. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> that's not bad at all. Yeah, I like that, Dave. Mo Money Param. <laughs> more money, more problems. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, I got to say, uh, this is going to be fun because we are recording on Ju- uh, July 23rd. That's right. And when this podcast goes up, it will be your wedding day, July 30th. That's right. That's right. It is finally here after engagement that has now been over a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were engaged uh, the 23rd of 2019, then COVID came, postponed the wedding, and um, COVID is back in some aspects, but we are Still here. having the wedding. <laughs> right. We are here, we're pushing through it, and we're having the wedding. That is so great. Congratulations uh, to you. you. And what is your uh, future wife's name? Amber. Amber. Congratulations also to Amber. I know right. it's going to be a beautiful wedding. And that's actually the topic of the podcast today. And we're doing it today because for some reason you decided to not do this podcast because Friday's our recording day and you decided to not do it on your wedding day. Yeah. You know, I I thought, you know, as a, as a gift to Amber, I'd put the mic away for the wedding day (laughs) and, and focus on Uh, her, you know, all focus on her. Exactly. Exactly. uh, But yeah, it's timely to talk about planning for a wedding and, and the mistakes that, uh, you know, you want to avoid because I'm in it, right. I'm in, you are in it, even though we're a week away, we're still, you know, working on a last minute, T's, crossing those T's and dotting those I's mm-hmm. to make sure that everything goes smoothly on Friday. Well, and um, we are, of course, bringing finances into this because, and you shared with me an article on thenot.com, and um, it's the the biggest wedding budgeting mistakes to avoid is the, the name of this article, and we'll credit them with a link to on the website. Uh, but we're going to do a breakdown on how you should budget your wedding. And it really doesn't matter because th- they do this in percentages. So if you only have a $1,000 wedding budget or $100,000, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, obviously, the more... Um, dollars you put to the wedding, the more resources you have, and maybe the more you can go a little more elaborate than others. But I like the percentage breakdown because you're right. It doesn't matter whether the wedding's a thousand or 
200,000, mm-hmm. right? If you, uh, budgeting is one thing we talk to our clients about when it comes to just planning overall, right? For their finances, for retirement, for anything in between, right? So when you're planning for something as big as a wedding, you, you, you want to have some guidelines, something to reference to, to make sure that it, it because it can be stressful, right? It can be stressful, uh, uh, just the wedding itself. But then when you start adding planning for the wedding, when you start adding money towards the wedding, having a framework to, to guide yourself through just makes things just a little bit easier. Yeah, I mean, it really, it does. I mean, it, it can help take a lot of stress out of it. We're going to mm-hmm. break down at least their suggested uh, budget. And not to say, Mo, that you and I are going to agree with everything on this article either. Yeah, yeah. You know, again, it's just a framework, right? Everyone, um, that's the beauty about planning, right? Planning is personal. Mm-hmm. So uh, what's what's good for you may not be the best thing for your best friend, but what the, what this what this article shows, and and I'm again I'm living and breathing this right. So some of this I, I do see it in in our wedding spreadsheet and our budget too. But this is a good framework to give you something to follow follow some things to expect when you're planning for a wedding. Um, and w- what they're saying uh, on the knot is if you're looking at budgeting, right? First and foremost. If you don't have a wedding budget, you definitely want to. Ooh, right. So uh, yeah. the first thing <laughs> the first thing I would say is um, speak with your significant other and think about how much you realistically want to spend for the wedding. Right. Look at your finances, look at your budget and just see, OK, how much can we realistically afford for the wedding? Because this, this is a party at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. Let's not get it confused. It's it's beautiful. It's a great because uh, realistically, if you just want to get married, you can go to the courts and get married. Right? Yeah. But when you're having an actual wedding, you want to celebrate with your friends, family. You want to make it a special day. But I'm putting my financial planner hat on. Let's go back to a budget. So first thing, first and foremost, I would say is speak with your significant other and just realistically look at your finances and think, OK, how much can we actually dedicate toward the wedding? So that we're not putting ourselves in a financial uh, detriment. I read up in ourselves in a financial hole. So get that but amount, the total amount first in your head. Get the total amount first yeah. in your head, right? And then so once you've, once you have that number in your head, then we start breaking down the allocations, right? Because now where is all this money going to go? So they're saying that budget about 50% of your of your wedding budget is going to be the venue catering and any type of rental costs. Okay. And I, and I, and I've seen that because, you know, the biggest expense that we have is the actual venue, the food and the, uh, uh, not the decorations, but like the tables, the chairs, the things that we're renting for the, for the wedding itself. So it does take a big chunk. Um, is it exactly 50%? Yeah, but it's it's the biggest cost for us. It really was the venue. I can itself. understand that because you're looking at now. Are you getting married in a church and then the reception in a separate venue? No, we're getting married at a, a wedding venue. Um, 
I guess I could plug them. It's called the Wheeler House okay. here in Ball Ground in Ball Ground, Georgia. But it's a beautiful, beautiful venue. So it's gonna be an outdoor wedding. Uh, and then the reception itself is on the same property and it's a big, huge barn. It's it's just beautiful. Oh man. So the ceremony is outside and then the reception will be uh, in the barn. Oh, I'm just oh, I'm I'm looking at it. I just pulled oh, yeah. it up. That is beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I love that yeah. barn. But the house is yeah, beautiful yeah. too. Yeah, Amber is a um uh, is a hairstylist, makeup artist, so she does a lot of weddings um for for years now. So she's done weddings at the Wheeler House and you know, she's always dreamt about having a wedding there. So at first actually first we were originally going to have it um uh, at a backyard. Uh-huh. Uh, but then we then we started looking at the budget and looking at different vendors, you know, different caterers, you know, renting a tent, uh, all the different things, renting tables and chairs and dinnerware, all that good stuff. Then we decided, you know what, what let's just go someplace, the Wheeler House, mm-hmm. where it's in some aspects, they're taking care of all of that for us, right? So we don't have to worry about, you know, uh, finding, you know, worrying about which which caterer are we going to use or which um, which bakery they handle use for the cake? They they handle everything, right? Oh, so, that's nice. Uh, so they yeah. So that was a that was a good stress reliever, right? Just knowing that okay, we'll pay you this, and you're going to take care of this for us. Uh huh. Man, y'all are telling when you go to pay them, say, I'm just just saying here. I did mention you on the podcast. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, you didn't. Uh, they didn't ask you to say that. You generously gave them a plug. But I'm telling you, that is a beautiful venue, without a doubt. Yeah. I can definitely understand fifty percent on that. That makes sense. I mean, so if your budget is a hundred thousand, fifty thousand uh, for venue, but also as you said, rentals and. Um, I guess food too, right? In there? Yeah, food. Is that in that budget? Yeah, food's part of that budget, right? So it's a venue, catering, and like rental cost, right? So for us, they're taking care of all-inclusive, right? Not all-inclusive, yes. But they're taking care of uh, the actual venue itself, the tables, the chairs, um, you know, uh, dinnerware. Uh, what else are they taking care of? Uh, ooh, the barn itself, the, the catering, uh, they connected us with the bakery. Uh, it comes with a wedding planner. So oh, yeah. yeah, so a lot. So That's a lot perfect. of it comes. So yeah, so so you can see why um, uh, the biggest nugget of your of your budget will be the actual kind of the venue, the food, uh, the tableware, and all that good stuff. Now, this article on the knot suggests twelve uh, percent for something I, I've known. And a good friend of mine does this on the side and does quite well with this photography <laughs> and video uh, videography. And twelve mm-hmm. percent uh, is what they recommend. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's not it's not cheap. <laughs> Photographers and vid- especially videographers they're they're not they're not inexpensive. So we have uh, we have both. We personally have a videographer uh, and a photographer coming to the wedding. Two separate uh, vendors, uh, but they're they're going to be with us for gosh, I want to say through the rehearsal six probably. Hours, six, I want to say well, six hours maybe. Yeah. Uh, oh well, yeah. The wedding because they hang around. I mean, they get pictures at the reception and everything, right? The reception uh, b- before the wedding, right? Mm-hmm. So a couple hours before the actual ceremony itself. So there and there's one videographer and two photographers. 
So, you know, one photographer is going to be with me, I guess. Uh, and then another photographer is, photographer is going to be with Amber. And so taking pictures behind the scenes. We sent um, one to your bachelor party, but we had to destroy that tape. So Yeah, so, there was no. just nothing useful. There was no, just, there was yeah, just yeah, nothing. Yeah, something messed up on it. I don't know what that was. <laughs> now, <laughs> this next item is, this is all Amber. Okay, nine percent attire. Well, not all amber because you got to wear something. Attire, hair, and makeup. Mm, yeah, with the hair and makeup is obviously all amber. Yeah, yeah. This, 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 this costs. This, this is seems a little high a to me. Budget. But okay. Well, so the attire. So you know the, the cost of a dress. You know, so if you think about that, think about the cost of the dress itself. Oh yeah. Um, if you're gonna rent to tux. Uh, I personally would, uh, I personally would buy a tuxedo. Uh-huh. Uh, if you think, if you look at the cost of a rental, it's just about the same price as buying a tuxedo. And it's always if nice to have a tux, you know, you never, it's, it's there. <laughs> it's there. Or you just it. never know. That's something every man should have in their, in their, in their uh, wardrobe. Yeah. It's a nice tuxedo mm-hmm. bow tie. You just never know when you want to get your James Bond on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but like t- tuxedo costs, and then if you think in it, you, obviously a wedding dress. Um, if you are, uh, uh, if you're going to be generous and maybe pay for some of your groomsmen or your best man or your maid of honor, uh, you could maybe pay for their their uh, their attire as well. But the makeup and hair, uh, you know, if you have you know four or five bridesmaids, then you know they're going to get their probably get their hair done and their makeup done. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if anyone's seen uh, gone to our website and looked at me. Hopefully, everyone has. But I'm bald. Yeah, so like me. My I hair, am too. <laughs> my hair is going to be covered by me, right? And my big Gillette um, uh, razor. You have the same barber I do. I would get my my beard taken care of. Though. Yeah, you're going to do that yourself, or have some money? Uh, I'll go to my barber. Okay, I'll go to my barber. I haven't seen him in a while, but I'll, I'll go to him so he can <laughs> give me a nice. <laughs> Nice fresh, um, <laughs> I guess, do. Yeah, you go. Uh, there we go. We still got. Yeah, we still got our face me. that can grow hair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they, this next one, okay. So if you're looking at decor, eight um, percent. So if you're if if your uh, budget is a hundred thousand, they're saying eight thousand dollars on mm. you know, flower arrangements, bouquets, lighting, flowers, decorations. Flowers are expensive. Yeah. Flowers are expensive. So, yeah, if you're going to add a little special, you know, uh, flowers on the on the tables, you know, obviously uh, the bouquet, the boutonnieres, uh, just just flower arrangements themselves. I mean, just flowers are are (laughs) flowers are really expensive. Man, that's the business to get in, right? That's the business to get in. (laughs) That and and photography. Absolutely. So. Yeah, so that's that's one of those things that you can put an asterisk next to it, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes you you could just go and just say, you know what, we don't really need anything extra from maybe if you have the venue, maybe they have some flowers or they have their own decorations that you can use. But if you're going the extra mile, like special lighting, right? Uh, if you're going to do something of that sort, but yeah, the decorations aren't. Yeah, yeah, you think about it, right? So if you have a hundred thousand dollar wedding, eight grand going towards yeah, flowers. towards yeah. that. I mean, I, I absolutely. We're looking at how to our suggestions on budgeting your wedding, and we are going from the not dot com article they have on there, and we, we'll we'll put a link up too to that article. But we'll we'll actually stop here for for the break, and then come back with something that I used to do. 
at weddings. I did it for years. <laughs> and uh, and that's sing, of course. No, I'm kidding. Uh, nobody would have wanted me to sing. But that's coming up. More on budgeting weddings on your finances. Untangled. can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning? The convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor, but also maintaining the human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. They're an endorsed Dave Ramsey SmartVestor. That's a relationship you can trust. At CloudVestors, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement. Holistic financial planning in all areas, including taxes, estate planning, insurance, cash flow, and budgeting. They even offer customized personal websites for clients. The technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. We're back. It's Your Finances Untangled. This is the special wedding show. We've had our 50th uh, podcast celebration show, but this is the wedding show. Now, we're not at Moe's wedding. We are recording exactly one week before Moe's wedding day, and Moe never forget this date, July 30th. <laughs> never forget that date. <laughs> Mo is getting married to Amber. Mo and Amber at a beautiful venue in Georgia next Friday uh, from our recording day. Now, when this drops, it, it'll be Mo's wedding day. So we're looking at it from an article from The Nut and how to, their suggestions on how to budget a wedding. For instance, we've already covered their suggestions of 50% for the venue catering rental costs, 12% for photography and videography, 9% for attire, hair, and makeup, and 8% for decor. Now, this is something that for years I always DJed on the side, like at clubs. But I also, I had, you know, had my own DJ business on the side. So uh, I did a lot of weddings. And I got to say, they were the, probably the easiest thing to do and were the most really? fun. Yeah. Yeah. And the only thing is a little stress to just to make sure you've got everything right. Like I would always meet with the, uh, the bride to be and, and the wedding planner because, you know, they would have special songs that they needed for different times. And it was stressful thinking, you know, I want to make sure I get everything right because, I mean, this is their big day. Suppose a fuse goes out in my equipment or something like that. Oh, yeah. Sorry, folks. Got to run to Lowe's. <laughs> be right back. Talk amongst yourselves. Uh, but, yeah, but other than that, once you got in there, they were fine. And, and I, I always enjoyed it. And it was good extra money, but I wish I had known what this article suggested. They suggest 7% for entertainment. That means if it's a $100,000 budgeted wedding, I should have gotten $7,000, right? Yeah, yeah. you weren't, uh, you were undervaluing yourself, I, I did, I was. I didn't get 7000 Oh, you were going to those $1,000 weddings. Well, that was, I think I must have gone to long $1,000. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I tell you though, it's just the wedding. It's a good, good business to be in because it was, especially like, you know, what is it? The brides traditionally the bride's family, right? So, you know, they're going to say, this is our baby girl. She's dreamed of it all her life. Spare no cost. This you DJ guy, come on in here. <laughs> Name your price. So seven percent for entertainment, whether it's a live band or a DJ. 
Yeah. Yes. It, it's, it's, it, you know, think about it. It's, it's probably, so our, our reception is going to be two hours, two yeah. hours reception, uh-huh. but the, there's going to be music playing beforehand. <clears throat> we have a cocktail hour. So music, will be, music will be playing there. So the DJs actually will be there for, you know, call it five hours, something along that, along yeah. that line. So that's, and then the, the DJ we were working with, um, they have, uh, uh, you can rent like a photo booth. So that kind of counts as part of like the entertainment package. You can have like a photo booth mm-hmm. and all those little, um, uh, uh kind of not, what's the word I'm looking for? Those novelty, novelty type, um, type. items yeah. and, and type of things. That's really cool services. though. Like the old photo yeah. booth where you get like the four pictures, you know, you go in there in the booth and it, exactly. it prints out for, that's cool. I like exactly, that. Exactly. But those are things that, yeah, you want to have a good DJ. So if you have a friend, I mean like the, the things to kind of, you know, you can, you can kind of with, with today's world, right. You can get music from a playlist and, and uh, if you have a friend that's really good at music, like one of my, my best friend is, you know, if we didn't use a DJ and he, he would have been our DJ because uh-huh. he's just, he just loves music, great playlists and stuff like that. But uh, the good DJ kind of gets the crowd hype, gets the music going, yeah. gets the gets the dance floor going. So I wouldn't skimp on it. Uh, I wouldn't skimp on the entertainment. So you want to have that. Re- you want to have the reception. You know, you want to have a really good time at the wedding. You are having a DJ. We are having a DJ, and that was part of the venue package. Oh man, they covered that too, huh? They covered it too. Man, yeah, that so is you could see one stop shopping for weddings. Yeah, so you could see why going when we when we decided, you know what, instead of just instead of doing it in our backyard, let's let's find a place that can kind of handle all this stuff. Good for choice. Us. So, what what's your first song? Your your dance first dance. What do you? Did, oh, we have a, please tell me you're not doing it like you said, Iron Man, Black Sabbath. I mean, please tell me Amber vetoed that. <laughs> we were thinking about the electric slide. But we said, no. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, um, I'm I'm sure it's going to be great. You do know this is Amber's day. You're just there, right? You're just yeah, there. Yeah. Okay. For, for this whole wedding planning planning season of our lives, I've been like a bobblehead. Just yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Whatever it is. Yes, whatever, yes, yes, whatever. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're getting off to a good start. Now, you said this. Now, in your case, the venue provided the wedding planner. But let's say it's not done the way you did it. We'll turn key. So uh, they suggest on this article 3% for the wedding planner. Yeah, yeah. And, and that is... That is, I, I before the wedding, before we started planning for a wedding, I always said to myself, well, I was kind of questioning wedding planners. I was like, well, how is that a, a real business? <laughs> you know, like how hard, how hard can it really be to, to plan a wedding? Right? Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. yeah it's, it is it's, hard. It's a lot. <laughs> it, it, it is hard. So making sure that everything's all squared away. So yeah, I, get a wedding planner, get a wedding planner. I would say uh, yeah, that. absolutely. And and look, you don't mess with a wedding planner. Like I've been in been in many weddings too, and I was an usher or whatever. And and you better do what they tell you to do. Mm-hmm. If they tell you to line up here, escort the mother in law to the this pew. <laughs> You better do it right. <laughs> and, what it, and, and what it's going to do is just ease the day of, yeah. right? Just make the day that yeah, they keep the flow. wedding day. They keep the flow going. Yeah, they do. So, so yeah. So, you, you, last thing you want to do is worry about 
anything that day, right? So mm-hmm. the wedding planner is gonna is gonna save you time, stress. Um, you'll really see the value the day of the wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're organizing all of that. Mm-hmm. It's like a concert promoter or something like that. You know, they're yeah. they're just they're covering it. Stationery. This seems kind of old school to me, but I guess you still do that. Two uh, percent for stationery. They budget 2% for stationery, like your programs, menus. Oh, um, I was thinking uh, thank inv- you cards, invitations too, right? Invitations yeah. too. So we, we went the the digital route. So we did e-invitations. That's why I was thinking, so, you know, why yeah, not? So, so we did that. And that was very useful because we were able to just send it out to everyone, either via email or even text, right? They can, and then they can RSVP right from the site. And then the site gave us uh, basically a spreadsheet. So every time someone RSVP tallied it all up for us, we could see the open rate. So we could see who opened up the emails, uh, who opened up the text, who didn't. Um, we could send send reminders. So it was really it was it was it was useful. Yeah, having I, that. I like that uh, because it's right then and there, right? You get the invite, you open it up, you go, you say, oh yeah, I can RSVP, and mm-hmm. just do it right then and there. Yeah, and you don't have postage to... and time and exactly. everything. Exactly. They run to the ma- the post office and send this RSVP back. You just go click, and there yep. it is. I like that. So that's uh, a good way to save. Um, we're not doing programs. The menu is pretty simple. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're we're saving some we're saving some some um, some cost. What is the menu like? Your choice of steak or fish or what is? It? Yeah, yeah. So we're doing steak and chicken. Chicken. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I always regret what I choose when I go to weddings. Like, man, I wish I'd gotten that. It's too late then. <laughs> hey, this next item here, you know how you can go be ordained online? <laughs> and uh, I've always thought about doing that. And now I'm really thinking about it because the knot suggests this seems high to me. 2% for the officiant. Yeah, that's a, that's a little high. It seems high. It really does. Yeah. So uh, what, what, that's $2,000 if it's a $100,000 budgeted wedding. I'm, I'm getting ordained online. You better start calling me the Reverend Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins. <laughs> I'm going to demand you call me that. <laughs> if you take the 2% for officiating and you're the, and you're the, and you're the DJ, yeah. oh, that's awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm, I mean, really, I could do both. Yeah, why not? What the heck is this? 2% for transportation? <laughs> what kind of transportation? I kind of think yeah, everybody's skipped. responsible for getting themselves there. Yeah, we skipped, we skipped, we personally skipped on the transportation. So that was something they, they asked us if we wanted to uh, hire a shuttle to shuttle um, um, guests that were staying at, at local hotels, uh-huh. shuttle, them, shuttle them back and forth. And we decided to skip on that. Mo's no. hearing cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. No, it was a cha-ching, cha-ching. No, no. <laughs> this you be responsible <laughs> enough. Don't, don't drink too much. And, and take or if you're going to drink, or, uh, Uber. Uber there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wedding bands. Now, this is not, correct me if I'm wrong, this is not the engagement ring, which, of course, you know you have to spend two two months' salary on. But <laughs> this is just the bands, right? 2%? This is just the bands. They're saying 2% for the bands. So yeah, wedding bands are actually aren't that that ex- well. I guess relatively speaking, right? Um, they it's the engagement ring that's going to be the the big nugget when it comes that's to the jewelry. Biggie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're they're mentioning wedding bands. 
and this is something and the, the, whether it's two percent five percent whatever it is for wedding bands some people confuse wedding planning or planning for the wedding mm-hmm. um, or budgeting for a wedding put it that way as just the event itself yeah no the the ring the engagement ring right that's budgeting for the wedding too right that's part of wedding oh planning. yeah sure so yeah so so yeah the engagement ring and the ring itself right that's uh, that's part of the part of the wedding planning wow so keep that in mind yeah i it, it seems a little high now here's another one too two percent goodies for the guests I, I mean i guess that's that that's traditional to have a little something keepsake or whatever for the guests there yeah yeah so yeah so that's i think well Amber's taking care of that part so I mean, to be honest i'm not even sure exactly what our goodies are i think it's like small champagne bottles and like uh Hershey's Kiss. I forget what, she, what she's doing, but yeah, it's a little, t- a little keep away. Uh, you can, pro- you can probably do uh, uh, if you did like a DJ that had a photo booth. Yeah, then the goodies could be everyone can go take their own pictures. That, that right? yeah, that's have, fair. Yeah, that could be that could be their wedding um, uh, goodies for them. Having fun with this. It's going to run a little long, but hey, it's your wedding sure, yeah. podcast. It's your wedding <laughs> podcast. Because uh, we're, we're going to look at uh, now, this is again from this article in the knot, um, the com. Um, some mistakes like, and you've already said you and Amber did not make this mistake, uh, but not determining who's paying for what. Yeah. So that's, so that's but then you're looking, it's traditionally right. It's the, groom's family that would pay for the rehearsal dinner and then the bride's family gets everything else to pay for everything else. Yeah. So yeah. that's tradition. I don't know how, how, how that's going now, but that's, that's, that's one thing going to, you want to see who's paying for what, right? So if it's going to be, so if it's you and the, you and your significant other, and if you're going to pick up the entire tab, then things you want to consider is who's, who's doing what, right? Now that could be based off of, of income, right? Uh-huh. If one person makes more than the other, then maybe you you uh, uh, what's it called? prorate. Okay, who's going to do what? So, gotcha. okay, yeah. if our budget is fifty thousand dollars for the wedding, and I make twice as much as you, so that I'll pick up, you know, what would it be like thirty five grand for the wedding? Yeah. You pick up fifteen, okay. something of that sort, right? Yeah, definitely. And then who's doing what? Right. Okay. So you're 15. You take care of X, Y, Z. I'll take care of, you know, ABC. So you can separate and delegate who does what. Yeah. So that way everything is, is not as, is, is one, one is you have one person that's dedicated to make sure that they're taking care of, of their responsibilities, but it's, it, it takes a little bit of the, the, the pressure off, right? It takes a little bit of weight off from, um, uh, from everyone, from from both of you, right? Because it may seem overwhelming, like, oh my gosh, got to worry about the DJ, I've got to worry about the flowers and blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. if you know your responsibility is just the DJ officiant and and uh, the uh, the giveaways, right? That, yeah. okay, that, that's what I'll have to worry about, right? So 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 that's what one thing you want to do is take realize who's paying what, and then if family members are going to be, um, uh, if family members are going to be participating in paying for the wedding, then I, I'd, I would recommend instead of, you know, your parents or uncle, whoever it is giving you cash, mm-hmm. I would give them a responsibility hmm. uh, in some aspects, you know, so it's in like, lieu of a gift. Well, well, in lieu of the cash. So for instance, if they say, well, I'll give you $5,000 and 
And so instead of $5,000, say, okay, well, how about you just pay for the DJ? Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, okay. so it's the same. Okay. And it, uh, the DJ could be $5,000, right? But it's, but you give them a responsibility, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Uh, or you, or, or you, or you target them for, okay, well, can you just take care of the photographer, videographer, mm-hmm. and it's going to be X, Y, Z. So that way, again, it's just, it's the same cash as being that's being given to you, but instead of the five thousand being put in a pot, you kind of delegate their dollars towards a specific part of the of the wedding. They were saying, Mo, did you say me take care of the photographer? If I read that article correctly, it said twelve percent. Did you yeah. say Mo, me take care of the DJ? <laughs> no, that's seven percent. Can I do the officiant? <laughs> that's just two percent. The uh, second mistake here is. Um, we covered it really not allocating funds correctly. Not that you have to go by exactly what's recommended in that article, but yeah. Yeah. So if you are, you want to do your research first, right? But if you, if you're, let's go back to the hundred thousand dollar wedding, right? Mm -hmm. If you're saying, all right, Oh my gosh, I want to, Oh, look at these flowers. I'm going to pay $20,000 for all these flowers. Right. Yeah. Then that ends up saying, okay, well, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Right. But then no more open bar then no more open bar. Right. Or uh, you may not get the venue that we want. Yeah. Right. So understanding that's why the percentage portion really does help, because if you know what your budget is, expectations are, wow, we're going to have to spend like 50 grand on just the venue and catering and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. So then it's so it just gets your expectations. It. Uh. Uh, it just it just prepares you for what to expect, what different vendors are going to cost. So not over budgeting on the alcohol when all of a sudden you don't have the flowers you want or the DJ isn't the best DJ. Yeah. So really understanding uh, where everything else is going to go. Now in- and budget and, and and ahead of time too. You know, yeah. like keep. Um, you know, if you are planning on having a hundred thousand dollar wedding, fifty thousand dollar wedding, whatever it is. How long is it going to take you to save up That's for those right. expenses? Yeah. So don't go in debt. We talked yeah, about don't, that. Before. Do not go in debt. Yeah. Do not go in debt for a wedding. So if it's going to take you, you know, if you're dead set on getting married in 2022, right, and you haven't thought about this, well, 2022 is right around the corner, mm-hmm. right? So you definitely want to start saving, right? Fifty thousand dollars. Divide that by twelve. That's how much you need to be you need to be saving. If you're not saving, if you don't have anything allocated as of yet, yeah. But you don't want to get into any type of debt. You don't want to get. You don't want to take a personal loan. You you want to you know slow down on the credit card. You don't want to put too many things on that credit card, right? Because not all of a sudden your wedding is going to cost you nineteen nineteen percent interest, twenty percent interest, whatever it is your credit card is charging you. So you know beforehand, you definitely want to save and start budgeting ahead of time. Yeah, because, um, I mean, it's a beautiful day, but then if you're still paying for it 10 years later and then you're sitting around in your underwear scratching (laughs) and, you know, she's got on some oversized sweatpants and like, what in the world are we paying for? (laughs) I'm kidding. I don't want to do that. One thing you want to avoid is sticker shock for getting to keep track of how much you've spent. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 because you, you. If you're, especially if you're not doing anything like a, if you're not doing a, I won't say all inclusive, but like a place like the Wheeler House that takes care of a lot of the, uh, 
uh, different vendors for you. If you're going to piecemeal it yourself, then you know you may get the, the stationery, and then you may you may go to wherever uh, you, know, you may find the DJ, and then there's different things you can add on to it. And all of a sudden, you're spending, you're spending, you're spending. You're not keeping track on any type of spreadsheet, and all of a sudden. You look back, and uh, as you're going through your your uh, your bank account, or you're going and you're uh, or you're looking at your credit card balances, whatever it is, you realize, oh my gosh, we're over budget by two grand or five grand or whatever it is, right? So then, how do we now? It's time for us to maybe skimp back on other things, right? So you definitely want to keep track every time you spend something. Keep keep track of it, right? Yeah. Keep track of it. You can even do a simple spreadsheet. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, right? But just really keep track of all the dollars that are going out. You don't want to cut, and you may have to hire that $50 DJ shows up with a Mr. Microphone and a boom box. <laughs> All right, y'all ready to party? I got this new music here, like this KC and the Sunshine Band. This is new stuff. Come on out and dance. I've got this, I've got this CD, <laughs> the CD player. Right? This is brand new, newfangled technology. So see a compact disc. We're going to cut a rug here tonight. Yeah, everybody get up. Um, this is fine. Oh man. Um, you know, my, I got married on the beach and then we had, uh, my parents-in-law had a place like kind of on the ICW. So we had a, just the reception there in the yard and oh nice had, yeah it was cool it was cool. But, um, it was funny though. Usually the bride and groom leave right before everyone else. We didn't, mm-hmm. we shut that really? thing down. Oh, yeah. It turned out um, we stayed up so long. It might have been a little alcohol involved. Her um, little. Probably a little alcohol, yeah. Her father fell asleep on the deck. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, we were up late. Everybody, all the guests had left. We're still going. One of my friends was still there. And when her father (laughs) woke up, he woke up kind of groggy and in a bad mood. like, this party's over. (laughs) <laughs> so we got a cab and left. Finally, nobody threw rice at us or anything. <laughs> oh, rice throwing rice! I forgot oh about yeah, that. I don't think you do that anymore because of birds. What do you throw now? I think people do like the sparkles. Yeah, those those, uh, those sparklers, and you walk and you walk by them, and it's it's that's actually a nice little touch. I forget I yeah. forgot about throwing rice. Yeah, you got to have something. I haven't seen that, and and, and I've been to a, a lot of weddings. Uh, the rice. rice being thrown. No, yeah. well, they switched to something else because of concerns with birds. I can't remember what they switched to. And your friends have to tie uh, a bunch of cans, right, to the back of your car. <laughs> you know, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> you can drive off. That is a beautiful venue. I hope the weather is good. Uh, it, this, it will be your wedding day when this podcast goes up. But I, I hope you have good weather. And then you're off to Pigeon Forge and Dollywood after that for the honeymoon. <laughs> So <laughs> congratulations again to you and Amber. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, we're we're hoping the weather the weather is great. Everyone has a good time. And um yeah, we're looking forward to a a, a life together as one. That's wonderful. That yeah. is wonderful. I'm happy for both of you. And I was glad to be a part of it, at least in the uh wedding podcast, which will live on. It will live on as this podcast will and all the episodes we've done and will continue to do because it's fun. Do remember, check cloudvestors.com because they are there 
any fiduciary manner to help you with your financial planning. Again, congratulations to Mo and Amber, and hope you, thank you for listening, and hope you stay with us on this podcast, Your Finances Untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Mo Param nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.